אוקיי, בשם השם נעשה ונצליח. We're up to the laws of We know that we Jews have to pray three times a day. Because it says, Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Shema is Shacharit, Mincha Arvit. Shema, the word, Shin, is for Shacharit, Mem is for Mincha, Ayin is what? Arvit. So, and parenthetically, who instituted that we have to pray every morning? Avraham. Yitzchak instituted Mincha, the afternoon. Oh, really? And Yaakov? Evening prayer. Evening prayer. I didn't know that. It says here, it says, um, now all these three prayers, you have opportunity to pray with a minyan, with a quorum, and you have opportunity to do it alone. But he, he brings over here a very important idea, that the tefillah, that is a public prayer, done with ten Jews, never comes back empty. Which means even if the people are unworthy and, and um, God forbid, uh, sinful, Hashem is, is never disgusting to Hashem. Which means even these ten people may be disgusting on their own merit. But now that they got together and they have unity, Hashem likes that. The, the worst thing that Hashem hates is actually um, disunity. Separation. Separation. So it says, it's a, therefore it's a incumbent upon a person to always pray with a minyan. And by the way, this brings me to another idea that there's also mitzvah, goreret mitzvah. Which means when you go to the minyan, then you could, the rabbi usually, Baruch Hashem, him, the rabbi usually says, to halachot, so you get in some learning. And then they give you some breakfast. There could be a dafyomi club, you know. You're part of a a club, like your dad always says. It's a club of of good, wholesome people that uh, that you become friends with. And you know, there's nothing more precious in this world than having a good friend. Their advice, their support, and their everything. So he brings actually a very fascinating thing from Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, the greatest uh, halachic decider of America. He said, actually, I must say that I've had uh, three, four of my uh, students ask me this question. People in the synagogue ask me this question. The question is, what if you have, like Rabbi Nachman of Breslov talks about this also. He says, what if you have more kavanah, devotion in your heart and mind when you're in solitude then in the synagogue, in the minyan. You ask these, so you're the fifth person that asks you. Exactly. So, so he says, So, so he actually, the answer to your question is about that. Here, see? It's so good that we do the halacha part also. <laughs> he, he says that, um, that uh, in such a case, if you if you're totally spaced out when you daven with a minion, then it's better to daven alone. 
But if you have a minimal amount of kavan, at least like the you know the first three brachot of Shemon Esrei and like Shema, those you're you, you're uplifted and you're like those mitzvahs It's like what about Modim? Okay, but no, no. But if it's like totally you coming in, it's like you're zero connection. Then, but I think that's one in a million. No one's gonna have zero zero. No, but not also kavana like devote. Like, yeah. He, but I tell you, sometimes certain shuls that don't have rabbis or don't have, you know, like the, it's an anarchy shul that anything goes. Sometimes when you go, everybody's talking to the prayer and they don't take it seriously. Sometimes it may be better to pray, you know. It's unfortunate. Some youth minions are like that also because the kids are not mature and, you know. It may be good to listen to the Torah, but maybe the prayer is better. By the way, I want to bring out something very important. And that is, in such a case, you know what you should do, though, by the way? Mm. You should pray with sunrise. Because sun, praying with sunrise yeah. is equal to praying with a minion. Really? Yeah. I heard minion is still more important. Well, it's a, it's, it's a very high level. Right, no, yeah. No, the halacha is like this. If you do it once in a while, minion is better. But let's say, because we had a rabbi, he was a student of the Chazanish, my rabbi, Harav ben David. Let's say every day you always pray with sunrise. And then you come to Santa Monica, there is no Shabbat sunrise minion. So he would still pray alone, Shacharit sunrise. Because then it's higher than a minion, the Shah. And then the Musaf you pray with. You understand? No, there's such a beautiful feeling when you dove in at sunrise. Right. It's amazing. Yeah, it's very, very thing. And that's also another thing that that also doesn't come back empty. Rav Chaim Kanyanevsky brings that. You know oh, really? That? Yeah. It says actually the day that Beit HaMikdash was destroyed... They didn't pray with sunrise because it was a very cloudy day. They miscalculated it. Oh, wow. There's a brought down from Rabbi Yainis and Ivish. It says, they would have prayed with the sunrise, they wouldn't have been destroyed. Wow. The Beit HaMikdash. Wow. It's a very, very... Actually, that's the first halach and shulchan. I remember we learned that. Yeah, yeah. You have to be like a lion, get up. And yeah. So he says... He says the third halach we're going to say today is that so he says that uh, Kabbalistically there's four worlds there's four levels of reality it's called Abiyah there's Atsilut Beriyah there's Atsilut Yetzirah Beriyah and Atsilut this is a very important concept in Kabbalah so he says it, it's always important to come on time to Shachrit because each part of the Shachrit period you're in a different world and you bring holiness into these four different levels of reality in the spiritual to the physical world. So he says from Baruch Shamar, from the beginning of the Sidur Moda'ani to Baruch Shamar, it's the world of Asiya which is here we're in the world of Asiya. It's like the phys- you're, you're imbibing imbuing holiness into the physical world. Then from Baruch Shamar to the beginning of the blessing of Shema, you're in Yetzirah. The bracha of Shema to Shemona Esra, you're in Beriah. And then when you get to Shemona Esra, it's such a, you're supposed to be like, the Rambam actually says, which is not such a mysticist. He says it's like kind of like you took off your body already. You're like in such a deep meditative state, you don't even realize that you have a body anymore. You become more soul, conscious and connected to your soul than your body. You just neglect the physical. And that's, Kabbalah also says that. 
that if you're in the world of Atsilut, you've just gone, you've kind of like meditatively, physically left your body. If this is what the Kabbalists, this is how they pray. They physically lift their body and they're in the Chaya Yechida, because you know you have five parts to your soul. Two of the parts are above your head. You just like, kind of like took off your body, disrobed your body, like, and you're in like a different realm, which is, that's why, but it's kind of like the ladder of Misad Yesharim, that it's hard to get to Atzilut without, that's why a lot of the Kabbalists actually, if they come late by accident, they won't skip any part. It's better that they daven Yechid, like they'll go delay and lag behind the, uh, Minyan and not be with the Minyan, but they would never skip a page. So, anyways, he says that um, in the beginning of the Tefillah, Hashem should forgive us. But one of the beautiful parts that a lot of people skip in the beginning of the Sidur is uh, the Parshav Akeda that Yaakov, uh, I'm sorry, Avram was willing to sacrifice Yitzchak. And he says, a lot of times, if you say it, the Ben Yishchai says, it's kind of like, you brought, you, you brought a offering to Hashem. You know, by the way, this is a very important idea. In our prayers, it's, Neshalema parim sefateinu. You know what that means? Neshalema parim sefateinu. Which means, the world exists because of, in the beginning of Pirkei Avot, we say the world exists on three pillars. Torah, Avodah, Gimelut Chasadim. Learning of the Torah, Avodah, serving Hashem, which serving was in the temple, and then acts of kindness. But now that we don't have the temple to serve Hashem with, we serve Him through, like when we say the Ketoret, it's like we're bringing the Ketoret. When we say, see, another reason we pray Shachrin and Mincha is because there was a Korban Tamid. There was the Korban they would bring every morning and every night. So the Shacharit is for the Korban Tamid of the morning. Minchaz for the Korban Tamid of the afternoon. So through our mouth, it's like we're actually offering and slaughtering these, uh, sacrificing to God. You understand? And you really do have to sacrifice a lot. Because all the fake, your stocks and your Lakers and your wife and your kids and your courses, UCLA, oh, which grad school I'm gonna get to, which, you, you know, what grade am I gonna get on my test? So you need to have the mental, Stability, you understand? To shut all those ideas, you know what I mean? Off. It's very important. Even Rav Aaron Cutler, Rav Heinemann told me this in Baltimore. It's very important that I, I'm also Baruch Belina, that I was Machber, even if, God forbid, I get delayed to synagogue. You always have to say the parashat of Tamid in the morning. That's because the whole reason we're dying Shachrit is because we're bringing the Korban Tamid to Hashem. So it's, it's a reyach nichochi. It's a sacrifice that gives a good aroma and makes God happy. And there's the ketoret, because the Ramchal says according to Kabbalah, ketoret is kind of like to put uh, eyes, in the eyes of the Satan to put smoke, and to show that we are, our, our acts are so decent and like a perfume to God. So it kind of clears out the, the negative energy. So when we read the ketoret, it's like we're bringing... We're, we're sanitizing the, the, the path to go to God, the, 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 the channels of Shefa. So he says, it says, it's one, every Jew should own, if you don't understand Hebrew, every Jew, he says, has the, is incumbent 
upon them to have a translation. And Baruch Hashem now, Sephardic, now Art Scroll has, my friend Rabbi Kohan Sion wrote, and then we have many different good orot, and there's many different things, because it's, 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 so, it's so sad, you know. You should know what you're saying, because it's much more deeper. I was, when I first became the rabbi here, almost 20 years ago, I, said a lot, I had a lot of classes on tefillah. My wife actually gives a lot of classes. It's a lot of, there's a world, my Rosh Hashiva actually just put out a book on the meaning of the tefillah and Shonez. There's a lot, there's many, it's a whole world, just like on Chumash, there's many commentary, there's commentary on the Seder. Because, and it's something that we say every day so many times, and so many Jews, it becomes robotic, and it becomes dry, and like stale bread, and that's that's sad. The person should always daven with, uh, that's Hasidic, like, maybe we'll get to that video someday, the difference, you know, what Hasidic, the great light that Hasidut brought and the Baal Shem Tov and the Besh. It's very important to, to pray with happiness and devotion and crying and excitement and you know, because it's connecting to the Creator. What can be more lofty and more important than that? He says it's an incumbent, the Benishchai, the Mishnah Brura, the Chavetz Chaim, and the Aruch Hashul Kanana. He says it's very important to know what we're saying. So, because... Guys, if you don't know what you're saying, how, can, how are you going to connect to the prayer? You don't know what you're saying. It's just, when you connect to it, uh, that's why all the Bar Mitzvah kids, we give them a Sidur, you know, that has the translation and everything, because that's very important. He says, and we'll finish with this halacha. It says, We don't do like the Ashkenazim. We first say Hodu before Baruch Sha'amar, and then like the Arizal. The Ashkenazim, they say Hodu after Baruch Shammah. But our, our custom is not like that. Hashem should accept our prayers from our pure hearts and protect us. We saw this tragedy of what happened in Vegas and near, near Colorado, what happened to that friend, my friend's wife. Hashem should accept and keep everybody healthy, wealthy, and safe. Amen.